Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, 22nd May, 2022. Our bit today is taken from 1 Timothy 2, verse 4, which says, Who will have or desires all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Thank God for another Sunday. Yes, friends, it's Sunday once again. And you know what? For as long as the earth exists, every seven days will bring another glorious Sunday. That's the way the Lord planned it. And that's how it's going to be until he changes it. Now, that means another day for fellowship and worship for giving God thanks and praise for his monumental goodness to us, undeserving children of men. And all of God's children gave a loud and proud shout of glory, hallelujah. And as always, we have a great song of praise and thanksgiving to open the proceedings. Today's hymn is an old favorite written by one of the greatest hymn writers of all times the English pastor and poet Isaac Watts, 1674 to 1748. And this one is simply titled, At the Cross. But believe me, it packs a powerful punch. Now, some people sing it slow, but I don't think it was meant to be sung slow at all, because then it sounds like a dirge or a heart-rending song. But in actual fact, it's a happy and joyful song of thanksgiving for Christ's work on the cross at Calvary. And if you are happy over something, you don't want it to sound dirt like now, do you? Obviously not. So please, let's offer up our sacrifices of praise in at the cross in a joyful but soulful up-tempo rhythm allowing the thanks and appreciation we truly feel to pour out of our hearts and souls. So, as one sweet and thrilling voice, let's open up with a rollicking version of the chorus. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day, yes. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for sinners such as I? And then we get back into the chorus again. And the next verse says, Thy body slain, sweet Jesus, dying and bathed in its own blood while the full mark of wrath divine, his soul in anguish stood. Another chorus, then was it for crimes that I had done, he groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. Oh, what a wonderful verse that is, my people. And after the chorus, we get to another verse here. Well might the sun in darkness hide and shut his glories in. When Christ, the mighty maker, died 
for man the creature's sin. And after a chorus, thus might I hide my blushing face while his dear cross appears, dissolve my heart in thankfulness and melt my eyes to tears. One more chorus there. But drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do. And then we get into the chorus for the last time. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Yes, now I am happy all the day. Happy all the day. Yes, I am happy all the day. <laughs> oh, my people. What beautiful, true, and thankful lyrics, but also heart-hurting words for the suffering Jesus underwent on our behalf. Yes, we are indeed happy that he sacrifices sinless life to save us, but nonetheless, we'd much prefer he didn't have to face so much suffering to purchase our righteousness. As Isaac said in the lyrics above there, was it for crimes that I had done he groaned upon the tree? But certainly it was our sins his death paid for. And why did he do it? Eh? Isaac also answers that question beautifully. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's the awesome truth. It was a love so great that it cannot be measured. That love caused the Father and the Son to come together on that marvelous and miraculous operation. And though for the first time in their lives, they would be on opposite sides with Jesus as the bearer of the world's sin, they thought it so worthwhile that they made the sacrifice. Yes, friends, the salvation of his most important creation was so important to our creator that he was willing to give up his only son to achieve it. And we see this in Brother Paul's first letter to Timothy as he exhorts him to prayer. And he says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have or desires all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. And that comes from 1 Timothy 2, verses 3 to 6. I'm a brethren. As the scholars so rightly say, Jesus' sacrifice is proof of God's wish for all to be converted. And with our inherent frailties and shortcomings, we can never give enough thanks and praise to compensate for that magnificent outpouring of God's goodness, His grace and love. No, we can ne'er repay the debt of love we owe. 
And the Lord knows that because he created us and so knows what we are capable of. All he really wants in return is our obedience to his word and faithful belief in his son Jesus. But unfortunately, many of us refuse to comply. Instead, we engage in blasphemy and revilement. So thus, despite his best efforts, many of us will not be saved, will not know the truth, and will therefore be separated from him for all eternity. And believe me, that is definitely the worst fate a human being can suffer in this life. And what better way to end than with these awesome words of Paul on God's love to the church at Rome, where he says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, that's at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, perhaps, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love that's demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And we know that comes from Romans 5, 6 to 8. Now, if that doesn't convince us of God's great love and compassion towards us, then I don't know what will them, my people. And please remember that there comes a time in every man's life when he will wake up and face the consequences of his actions on God's great earth. So, a message to the wise. None of us know how much longer we have left down here. So, it behooves us to make the most of it. Meaning, to bring our lives into compliance with God's holy will as soon as possible. And that's if we desire to spend eternity with him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, That old rugged cross, what an amazing symbol of Christianity. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Once we see the cross, Christianity just hits us straight in the heart because it's because of the cross, because of his bloodshed on the cross, that we were set free. Our sins were paid for and we were set free. So please, let's recognize the importance of the cross now. Because without the cross, without Christ's death on that cross, that old rugged cross, we'd still all be headed for Satan's lair. So let's come to Christ, please. Let's come to Christ. It's the only sensible and wise thing on this earth. And we pray that we'll do that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.